Hey, what's going on everyone? So today we're going to be going over week three of the NFL season. I have not done a sports podcast in a while, so hopefully this goes well. Um, I want to start trying to do this again. Uh, sports is a topic that I'm generally more knowledgeable on compared to other topics at least. Uh, so hopefully this goes well. I'm going to be doing week three, like I said, to start this off. And I'm going to be going over the betting lines also. So let's get right into it. So the first game, which is starting up soon, uh, Thursday night football, Miami at Jacksonville. Uh, what is it with the NFL giving us garbage Thursday night football games every season? Uh, week one and the Thanksgiving games on Thursday are always good, but that's it. Every other game is garbage on Thursday night football. Uh, well, what's next week? We got the Broncos and the Jets. It's no better. Uh, I don't know what it is with the NFL. I, maybe this is their chance to give non-contending teams uh, spotlight games. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe that's what Thursday night football is for. But typically, there's not many good matchups on Thursday night. So let's get right into this. The Dolphins at the Jaguars. Um, the Dolphins are getting three points, so Jaguars are favored at home. Uh, the Jaguars are 1-1. One one. They're not having a bad season. Gardner Minshew's playing actually pretty well right now. The Dolphins are a little rough. Ryan Fitzpatrick is not off to a good start. Um, he already has a few turnovers. I think he did he throw three interceptions last week. Did not look very good. But he gets Devontae Parker back. Um hopefully fully healthy this time uh, off the injury report from that hamstring. Uh, so he's there. Uh, that definitely should bolster the offense as long as he can stay out on the field. But uh, I don't really like the Dolphins matchup here in Jacksonville. I'm not sure if there's going to be fans there. I think Jacksonville actually is allowing fans in. I could be wrong about that. but So this is one of the rare games where you might argue that the Jags actually have home field advantage compared to other teams that will not. So I would I would pick the Jaguars here minus three. I'd swallow the points. I just don't think the Dolphins are a great team right now. Uh, and I'll take the Jags at home. I like Minshew more than Fitzpatrick. And yeah, so I'm going to take the Jaguars minus three. Um, by the way, the over-under of that game is 48.5. I would take the under. I just don't like either of these offenses that much. I think their defense has more potential in this game. So I'll go with the under if you're a betting man. I would say uh, Jaguars minus three, and i take the under on 48.5. I do think the Jags are going to get the win, though. Houston at Pittsburgh. Uh, the Texans are off to an 0-2 start. They have a rough schedule, one of the most rough starts to a schedule I've ever seen. And the Steelers are off to a 2-0 start. They look really good. Big Ben's back. Juju's really appreciative of that. Uh, he's having a nice season to start off. Uh, the Texans are getting four in Pittsburgh. Um, Steelers' defense is on fire. Minka Fitzpatrick, what a trade that was for them last season. And it's proving to be... I mean, he just keeps getting better and better. It's proving to be one of the better trades they've ever made. Uh, and I, I think the Steelers here, they're home. Obviously, no fans. They're giving up four points. I... I'm going to be honest. I like Watson in this game. I think they got to score on the Steelers' defense. It comes down to that. And I think they'll score enough. Uh, I don't like swallowing four in a game I'm not confident about. But I'll take the Texans. Um, well, actually, you know what? Yeah, I'll take the Texans plus four. I'm not going to take the Steelers. I'm going to take the Texans to win this game. I think that 
they got to get this win, though. That You can't start 0-3 to a season, especially with the schedule they still have coming up. The Texans got to get this win. I'm going to take Houston on the road, um, plus four. Over-under is 44.5. I think this will go over slightly. The Texans have a pretty good offense, even without DeAndre Hopkins, mainly because of Deshaun Watson. And Big Ben and that offense can still move the ball. They need James Conner to start getting explosive because their run game has been a little eh. Not as good as you'd want it to be, but... All right, next matchup, the Titans at the Vikings. The Vikings look awful. They're off to an 0-2 start. Kirk Cousins threw three interceptions last week. He just looks terrible. I don't know what else to say about him other than uh, he does not look anything like he did last year. But again, Kirk Cousins didn't have a very good start last year, and then he started heating up. That could happen again, but the Vikings look even worse than last year at the start. Uh, They don't have Stephon Diggs. Um, anymore because they traded him to the Bills. Uh, I don't know if that's hurting the Vikings offense more than I thought it would, but either way, they're not very good. The Titans, uh, they Derrick Henry has not been as explosive explosive as you'd like him to be uh, because if you want to look at it fantasy-wise, he only put up, what was it, nine fantasy points in a PPR league last week. I don't know what's going on with Derrick Henry. But they need to get him going. Uh, But it doesn't matter because they're 2-0. And I'm going to pick them to win this game. Um, The Vikings are getting 2.5 points. You're only swallowing 2.5 points if you're betting on the Titans. I think they could definitely win this game by 3-plus. I'll take the Titans on the road. Um, Over-unders, 48.5. That's tough because I, I still think the Vikings' defense has potential. But so far, they've been getting shredded. Uh, and the Titans' defense, not bad. Uh, the Titans, the thing about them, though, is they time of possession when they win is huge for them. They know how to control the, the clock with their run scheme and their play-action passes. So I'm going to take the under slightly because I think the Titans, I think Derrick Henry's finally going to have a decent game. And uh, I'll take the Titans minus 2.5, and, and I think they get the win. Next game, Chicago Bears at the Atlanta Falcons. Ooh, man, Atlanta. What a loss. That's terrible. That's, that's just you, That cannot happen. It's terrible. So I'm sure you all know the story of this game. Uh, the Falcons are up a couple touchdowns. There's barely any time left. The Cowboys score, and then it's the onside kick attempt. And this was the worst onside kick recovery attempt I've ever seen in my life. It, it blows Brandon Bostick and the Packers attempt years ago out of the water. That was bad. This is 100 times worse. Either the Falcons were trying to throw the game, or they didn't know the rules. I'll take the latter. I think this is a poorly coached team because the ball has to travel 10 yards if you're the kicking team. If you are the team that's trying to recover the onside kick, uh, if you're on the defensive side of the onside kick, you just need to pounce on the ball, grab the ball. It does not need to go 10 yards. What are you doing? They, they literally let it roll, and the Cowboys just jumped on it. Uh, it was terrible. That's a poorly coached team. Dan Quinn has got to go soon. But anyway, enough ranting on that game. Bears at Falcons. The Bears are 2-0. and Mitch Trubisky looks pretty good. The Bears are getting 3.5 points. Now, this to me feels like a game that the Bears are finally going to lose. But why are the Bears getting 3.5? They look better than the Falcons. And it's not Matt Ryan's fault. He's trying. He's just put in a terrible situation every single game, it seems like. I like Matt Ryan. It's not his fault. But after what the Falcons just did, I don't think they deserve to be giving points to anybody right now, except maybe the Jets. But 
the Bears plus three and a half. I kind of like that. Um, I'm personally going to, if I'm a betting man, I'm going to take the Bears three and a half. But uh, I think the Falcons are going to win this game. I think they'll win this game by a field goal. That's my guess. And that's a bold prediction because that's a very specific prediction. But I think the, the look, the bookies know what they're doing when they make these spreads. Three and a half points for the Bears. I w- if I'm betting, I would take that. I would take the three and a half points for the Bears because there's a good chance the Bears win. Plus three and a half is a good start. Um, but I think the Falcons end up winning at home by three points. Uh, so I'm going to take the Bears with the points, but I'm picking the Falcons to win. Um... Oh, and the over-under, I didn't do the over-under for the last game, but the over-under for this game is 47 points. I would take the over slightly on this game. Atlanta's defense is trash. They got a score, and the Bears' defense is pretty darn good, but I still think the Falcons have enough to score. Calvin Ridley had a great game last week. You you, you know, you have Julio Jones. It's a great offense, but uh, yeah, so there's my predictions on that one. Don't blow it again, Atlanta. San Francisco at the New York Giants. Oh, man, the Niners are beat up. They're like the Eagles of last year. The Niners have so many injuries. I feel, well, you know what? As an Eagles fan, it's hard to feel sorry for them, but I kind of do. Jimmy Garoppolo has an ankle injury. He will not start. I I don't think he's starting. Um, George Kittle has a knee injury. If he plays, he's going to be limited. Uh, Boza tore his ACL. Solomon Thomas tore his ACL. Um, what is happening to that team right now? Uh, it is brutal. Uh, oh, and Raheem Mostert, he, uh, I think he had a knee injury as well, or maybe it was an Achilles, but he has an injury, and he's out as well. That is so many key players that they are missing for this game, but guess what? I'm still picking the Niners, and the crazy thing is the Giants are getting 6.5 points um, at home. That's how bad the Giants have been. They're 0-2. But you want to talk about major injuries. Saquon Barkley tore his ACL. He's out for the season, uh, which is brutal because that's one of the best running backs in the league. Out again with an injury, and this is a bigger one. I feel bad for Barkley. That offensive line for the Giants is terrible. They signed Devontae Freeman. Fantasy-wise, I don't expect him to do much. Obviously, I know some people are picking him up because he's now the starter suddenly, but I still don't expect much out of him because that offensive line is just terrible. Barkley could barely do anything behind that line. You think Freeman's going to suddenly burst and get a bunch of points? I don't think so. But, um, yeah, I'm going to take the Niners minus 6.5. I think they can win this game even with a bunch of backups by at least a touchdown. That would be a close game, though, I think, even though I'm picking the Niners minus 6.5. I still think the Niners get it done in New York. Um, we'll see. Um, the over-under is 41.5. That's a very low over-under. But I think both offenses are going to struggle. I'm going to take a low-scoring game. I'll take the under on that one. I'm taking the Giants to win the game. Um, or, excuse me, the uh, 49ers to win the game. Uh, and off to the next one. So the next game, we got the Raiders versus the Patriots in New England. Um, This is interesting because the Raiders just beat the Saints. They're 2-0. The Patriots just lost barely to the Seahawks on a last-second play. Um, Newton trying to run to the end zone. He got stuffed around the two-yard line. That was a great game. So far, that's the game of the year, in my opinion. Uh, And it could end up being the game of the year all season long. Although, Monday Night Football this week, Ravens-Chiefs should be good, but... The Raiders look a lot better this year than they did last year. Derek Carr looks better. He looks more comfortable. 
Here's my problem with the Raiders in this in this matchup. Darren Waller is without question their best player, uh, at least on offense and, well, and on D. I think Waller is the best player, period. Um, Belichick knows how to take the best player away. I'm a little bit concerned. I mean, okay, first of all, obviously you can argue Jacobs is their best player, but I think it's Waller. Look at the numbers he's putting up. You could argue already he's top two tight end in the league. I know Kittle and Kelsey are great, but seriously, look at Waller's numbers. Um, he's fantastic. John Gruden thinks he's the best, and I honestly, at this point, it's hard to disagree, even though it's an early sample size, but he's really good. I think Belichick is going to have a game plan to take Waller away. And if he can do that, it's going to be a lot harder for the Raiders to win. Because Derek Carr and Henry Ruggs are still trying to create chemistry. Ruggs is going to likely be on Gilmore. And Gilmore didn't have the best game against DK Metcalf. I still think that's a tough matchup for Ruggs. I'm going to pick New England at home here. Now here's the thing. The Raiders are getting 6.5. I don't like that. I think this game's going to be closer than that. I think the Patriots would win by 3 or 4. I'm going to take the Raiders with the 6.5 points. Uh, but I'm going to pick New England to win at home. Uh, the over-under is 47.5. I would take the over slightly. I think both offenses are a little better than their defenses, especially in the Raiders' case. The Raiders' defense, it actually, if you watch that Raiders-Saints game, in the beginning it looked like the Saints were going to blow them out because of how bad their defense was getting picked apart. They started to figure things out, though. I think the Raiders are a better team this year, but I'm picking New England to win this game. Oh, the next one is the Bengals at the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm an Eagles fan, and I'm not looking forward to any game this season with the Eagles the way they're playing right now. Joe Burrow, he's looked pretty good so far, um, but they're 0-2. The thing is, though, so are the Eagles. They're 0-2, and they look really bad also. Uh, they look bad in different ways. First of all, Carson Wentz has missed 20 throws to open receivers, and 15 of them have been in a clean pocket. That's a stat that came out a couple days ago. That's terrible. Carson Wentz, there's no sugarcoating it, has played horrible. Um, he had one good quarter against Washington in week one, and then after that, he's just been terrible. Um, momentum killer. Three interceptions um, so far this season. He's looked really bad. No, excuse me. Four interceptions so far this season with a fumble. Um, a couple fumbles. So I believe he's up to six turnovers on the year. That's terrible. He is playing awful. Um, and if he needs to play better, the Bengals are not allowing a lot of passing yards. Uh, I don't know if that's because of matchups or that's more of their defense actually playing really well. They have only allowed around 200 passing yards average so far this season. And again, it's a small sample size. But the one bright spot on the Eagles have been rookie wide receiver Jalen Rager, who, guess what, is not playing because he is injured with a thumb injury. Um, so the one bright spot the Eagles have had is not even playing in this game. So this game is going to be close. The Bengals are getting 5.5 points in Philadelphia. Again, no fans, so it doesn't really matter. But I'm going to pick the Eagles to win. And I have picked the Eagles every game so far this year, and I am 0-2, obviously. So... If the Eagles lose this game to go 0-3, I'm not picking them again until they prove me wrong some week. Uh, they go 0-3, forget about them. But uh, I'm going to pick the Eagles to win this game slightly. Um, the over-under is 46. I think this will go over slightly. I would take the Eagles minus 5.5, and, and I'd take the over on the 46. 
All right, so the next game, the Washington football team is playing in Cleveland to face the Browns. They're both 1-1. One one. Um, Washington won week one and Cleveland won week two. Uh, the Browns are getting a little extra rest because they just played on Thursday night football. Uh, they get a few more days of rest. Washington is coming off a loss. And they, I mean, here's the thing. I don't really like either of these teams. Uh, you know, the the thing about Washington that gives them an advantage in this game slightly is their defensive front is really good. And Cleveland is really relying on their run game. Especially because Baker is, I mean, they need Baker to be better. And he's got the weapons. Odell and Landry's a great duo of receivers to have. But he's just not really getting it done as much as you'd like him to do. They're really relying on the run game. But the thing is, the good news for the Browns is, in my opinion, they have the best one-two punch in the league in Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt. Um, They're both really good running backs. So if the Browns can run the ball, especially like they did last week, they should be good. But they're facing a tough matchup here against the Washington D-front. Washington is getting 5.5 in Cleveland. I'm going to take Cleveland minus five and a half. This will be close. This could end up being a field goal, three, four-point game. But I'll take Cleveland to win this one. I'll swallow the five and a half. I'm, I'm not confident about it because I don't really like either of these teams to win. This definitely would not be a game I would bet on. But I'm picking Cleveland to win at home regardless. The over-under is 44 and a half. Uh, I'll take the over slightly. Slightly. Um, next game, the L.A. Rams are playing in Buffalo against the Bills. This is a good game. Uh, both teams are 2-0. and uh, They both look really good so far. Um, Josh Allen had a nice little comeback against the Dolphins to win that game. I believe it was 31-28. He looked really good. Uh, he's getting better. Um, and as far as the Rams go, they look way better this year than they, do, or than they did last year. Um, Goff is playing a little better. Uh, they beat the Cowboys, and they beat the Eagles. Um, so, not the toughest competition, I won't even lie. The Cowboys' defense is awful, and the Eagles are just a mess right now. But, regardless, they look pretty good. Uh, the Rams are getting three in Buffalo, and this is going to be a really close game. Um, and it's tough. This is a tough one to uh, predict, because it could go either way, because both teams have a lot of potential to do something this season. I And I didn't say that about the Rams at the beginning of the season because of how tough their division is. But the Rams and Sean McVay's offense actually look like they're back. They The, the play-action game is killing the couple teams they face so far, and I expect the same here. Um, this is going to be very close. This is definitely a game I could see ending by a field goal. Uh, personally, I'm going to take the Bills to win this game at home. I, it's going to be really close. Uh, I'll take the Bills. Minus three. Um, over under is 46.5. I think this will go over again. Again, slightly. None of these are going to be. I don't think any of these games are going to be blowout wins or losses here. Uh, but I'm going to take the over under of 46.5. I'm going to go with the over. And I'm going to pick the Bills to win at home. But uh, again, I'm not very confident in that one either. That's going to be a good game. All right, uh, here's the snooze of the week. The Jets at the Colts. Uh, this is a boring matchup. I, the, the Jets are so bad. Sam Darnold has nobody to throw to. He has, I believe, three active receivers on the roster right now. None of them are that good. Le'Veon Bell's injured. That offensive line is putrid. Uh, the Giants and the Jets are competing for the worst O-line, and they're both in New York. Uh, pretty bad. Uh, I... 
I just can't pick the Jets any game this season until I see something different, which I don't think I will. I also think the Jets have the worst coach in the NFL, and Gase don't like him. He's a hothead. The Colts are giving up seven. That's it? You know what? Uh, if that's the line, I'm definitely picking the Colts. Um, they can definitely win by more than seven points. Uh, you're only swallowing seven. The Jets are terrible. They're they're definitely in contention for the number one overall pick this year. I'm going to take the Colts at home. Over under a 43 and a half. I'm going to go with the... Mm, I'll go with the under. Uh, because I think this is going to be like, I'll say, 28 to 10 Colts. Uh, so I'll, take, I'll pick the Colts to win. All right, so the next game. We got the Carolina Panthers. Uh, in LA to face the Chargers. The Panthers don't look that bad despite not being able to win yet this year. Um, the, Teddy Bridgewater doesn't look that bad. Their offense is putting up some points. Matt Rule's not having a bad start. Uh, no one really expected them to have a good record this season. The Chargers are starting rookie uh, Herbert, uh, who had to come in because of a Tyrod Taylor injury last week. And uh, if you know the story on that, Tyrod Taylor's own doctor punctured his lung trying to give him a, an injection for a cracked rib he had. That's a weird story, but uh, hopefully Tyrod gets better fast. But I think uh, Herbert's not bad. I mean, I, so far, he didn't look that bad against the Chiefs. Um, the Panthers are getting six and a half. Here's the thing. Uh, I haven't seen enough of Herbert to be confident to swallow almost a touchdown worth of points. So I'm going to take the Panthers plus six and a half. But I think the Chargers are going to win this game at home. So I'll pick L.A. to win at home. The over-under is 43 and a half. I'll go with the over slightly. Uh, Panthers defense is a little rough. Um, hopefully Keenan Allen can get some points for my fantasy team, uh, but I'm going to pick the Chargers. Next game, we got the Dallas Cowboys playing in Seattle against the Seahawks. Uh, we already talked about what a choke job the Falcons did against the Cowboys. The Cowboys won 49, or excuse me, 40 to 39 against the Falcons in a major comeback. Much needed too, because the Cowboys schedule this year kind of tough, and it doesn't get any easier against the Seahawks here. Uh, and I'm and I'm picking Seattle at home. Uh, the Cowboys didn't win that game. They would be on the verge of going 0-3, which is tough to come back from. But uh, they did not lose that game, and I'm picking the Seahawks to win. They're only giving up 3.5. Dallas is only getting 3.5 points. I'm sorry, the way Russell Wilson's playing, he's on an MVP kind of run. Um, and I hope he wins it. I really like Wilson, and he has yet to win an MVP game. In fact, I don't think he's ever gotten an MVP, MVP vote. That is just a joke. Um, I'm going to pick Seattle to win at home. They're my number one seed pick in the NFC this year. I think Seattle's going to be really good. They just got to get that defense a little. They need a little bit more on that defense, but Jamal Adams was definitely a good addition for them. Uh, the Cowboys defense just sucks. It just flat out sucks. They don't have Leighton Van Der Esch anymore who they lost in week one. The Seahawks are going to roll here. They're going to win. I'll take Seattle minus three and a half. Over under of 55 and a half. That's a crazy uh, over under point wise, but I'm going to take the over on the 55 and a half because these are two explosive offenses with question marks on defense. I'll take Seattle at home to win. Uh, the next game, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing in Denver to face the Broncos. The Broncos are having a tough start to the year. Um, they are 0-2. Uh, they lost their quarterback. Here's another team with a bunch of injuries. Drew Locke's injured. 
Cortland Sutton's injured. Von Miller's injured uh, out for the year. Von Miller hasn't even played a snap because he got injured, I believe, in practice. Um, so it's been rough on the Broncos. Uh, I feel bad for them. I, I don't, you know, I just can't pick them. Uh, you know what? They're only getting three and a half points against the Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm not as high on Tampa Bay as some people are, but they got a big win week two after losing pretty bad to the Saints week one. Brady looks a little better now. Uh, they're going to win this game. It's no question to me. Uh, they'll win on the road here. In fact, this could be my lock of the week. I'm taking Tampa Bay to beat Denver. Minus three and a half. Uh, over under is 42 and a half points. Uh, I'll, I'll take, I just, I just don't like Denver scoring that much. I don't see them scoring more than 14 to 17. I'll take the over though. Cause I know Tampa Bay can put up some points. They have a pretty good offense on paper. At least speaking of that, Rob Gronkowski has done nothing. Uh, pretty, pretty awful star for Gronk. Um, hoping for his case, he picks it up, but I'm going to take Tampa Bay on the road here to win. Next game, Green Bay at New Orleans. Two really good teams. The Packers are 2-0, and and New Orleans is 1-1 one one after losing to the Raiders. The big thing about this game to me is, will the Packers have Devontae Adams? Devontae Adams said earlier that it's too early to tell if he can play. He's going to be day-to-day. Michael Thomas, obviously, is out for the Saints, uh, so that's rough, but... I don't. I can't. If they don't have Michael Thomas, or excuse me, if they if the Packers don't have Devontae Adams, I, I can't pick them because that is such a huge part of that offense and that team. Their defense is already questionable. They've allowed a good amount of points so far, but Aaron Rodgers back to back games over forty points put up on defenses, including the Vikings defense, who I thought was going to be much improved, but so far that has not been the case. Um, and because I don't know. I have to make a pick here, and I don't know what's going on with Devontae Adams, whether he's going to play or not. I don't even think he knows for sure. So i got to pick the Saints. This is a safer pick right now. If Devontae Adams were to play and he's healthy, I would pick the Packers, but I don't have an answer for that. So i got to pick the Saints. Um, the Packers are getting three points. It's a close betting line. Uh, that could change maybe if Devontae Adams was listed to healthy, but right now he's not. So I'm going to pick New Orleans minus three at home. Uh, I'm going to pick them to win this game. Um, so the over-under is 52.5. Pretty high, not the highest we've seen so far. That's the Cowboys game. But 52.5, two explosive offenses, uh, but might be both missing their number one wide out. The Saints for sure will. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to pick the uh, over on the 52.5. I can't pick the under. Both defenses again. Or question marks. Um, I'm going to pick the over, and I'm going to pick the Saints to win as of right now at home. Last game, Monday Night Football. This has potential to be the game of the year. Um, the Chiefs at the Ravens. is <laughs> That's a great game. Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. A lot of people think this is going to be the AFC Championship this, game, uh, this year. And it's hard to disagree with that because these are two of the best teams in the league, let alone the AFC. Um, the Ravens were the one seed last season, but lost in the divisional round. Lamar still um, struggling in those playoffs, but it's only been two years. So third year around, I'm sure the Ravens will make the playoffs. I think he'll be better this time around. But regardless, this matchup is interesting. Mahomes versus Lamar, uh, it's going to be close. This is in Baltimore, no fans. 
Um, the Chiefs are getting two and a half, so the Ravens are slightly favored in this one. Uh, the problem with this game is it could really honestly, truthfully go either way. When I think a game is going to be really close and I'm not sure who to pick, I try to break it down this way. Who has the best quarterback-coach duo uh, of the two teams? And I'm taking Mahomes and Andy Reid. Uh, again, don't get me wrong. Lamar Jackson and Harbaugh are great. Lamar just won MVP. Uh, and Harbaugh has a Super Bowl ring. But Mahomes, I think, is the best quarterback in the league. Andy Reid just won the Super Bowl. He's been around forever, and he's a really good offensive coach. I really like Andy Reid. And again, it could go either way. But I'm going to take Mahomes over Lamar. I think the Chiefs have better weapons for sure. But the Ravens definitely have the better defense. Um, but... You get the bet on the best quarterback in the league in Mahomes, and you get two and a half points. That's a pretty good deal. I would take the Chiefs to win this game on the road. Uh, Going to be a close one. The over-under is 53 and a half points. Again, not the highest we've seen. It's still that darn Dallas game. But um, I would say this is going over. Uh, this is just, again, this is going to be a high-scoring game, I feel like. Mahomes versus Lamar. Definitely a great matchup, at least on paper. Uh, and I'm going to go with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs on the road. So with that, we've covered every game for week three of the NFL season. Um, I really thank you for listening to this podcast. I'd like to continue to do more on a consistent basis. I want to do some with a, a couple friends of mine. Hopefully we get that done. I do want to do some fantasy football podcasts. I also think that's a good, uh, fun little topic to go over. Uh, especially with other people involved. So hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. Um, I thank you for listening, and uh, I'll see you next time.